Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Kailan ka huling pumunta ng lamay? Siguro yung lungkot mo may halong saya kasi finally umuwi na ang OFW ng pamilya. Parang reunion. Sa gitna ng iyakan, meron ding kwentuhan at tawanan. Siyempre, may salo-salo at ang handa, walang katapusang mamon, skyflakes, candy at 3-in-1 coffee. May pamisa, may mga eulogy, minsan may kantahan pa para sa yumaong mahal sa buhay. Pero ngayong pandemic, kung kailan kailangan-kailangan natin ng karamay, saka pa natin to hindi magawa. I'm Trisha Aquino, Puma Podcast. You're listening to Teka Teka. Ngayong undas, tingnan natin. How do Filipinos grieve during the pandemic? And how do we find comfort online? Hello, ako si Nin Sapalo. I'm an anthropologist. I'm interested in digital cultures. And I'm also an instructor at the UP Diliman Department of Anthropology. Nin lost four people close to her last year, one of them to COVID-19. Losing them felt so weird to me during the pandemic. Kasi, syempre, hindi pwede pumunta sa lamay. Actually, wala ngang lamay. Dahil ang daming restrictions nung unang months ng pandemic, it wasn't really clear kung ano yung protocols when it comes to handling the dead in, in terms of pag-organize ng funerals, etc. So, I felt that my grief or our grief in general during the first months of the pandemic, it was disenfranchised. No? May tinatawag kasi yung scholars na disenfranchised grief. It's described as grief that is not openly recognized, not socially supported, or grief that cannot be mourned according to standard rituals and practices. In an attempt to process her friends' deaths, as well as to help her family and friends process their own losses during the pandemic, she conducted a study called Dying Online, a digital ethnography of death, grief, and mourning amid the COVID-19 pandemic. Pre-pandemic, we Filipinos have a set of mourning rituals that we observe when someone dies. Sa Pilipinas, nagugulat yung mga American anthropologists, mga researchers na pumupunta dito kasi na-observe nila na, bakit ganon? Filipinos are very frank when it comes to death. Sabi nila, bakit yung mga lamay parang party? May nagtatawanan, may nagkukentuhan tungkol sa nangyari sa namatay, tapos may nagpupustahan pa, di ba? So we even talk about how the dead looks like sa coffin. Uy, mukha siyang nahirapan. Uy, mukhang maaliwalas yung mukha niya. Parang nasa heaven na siya. So in short, sa Pilipinas, death creates community. Aside from keeping us from gathering as a community, the pandemic also made immediate burial or cremation mandatory. 
at least for COVID deaths. Which is a problem because... The dead body is central to how we process and confront death. Madalas, hinahawakan natin ng katawan sa ospital pa lang, di ba? Some of us pray over the body. We kiss the body. We even talk to the body. Kahit pagdating sa lamay, visitors and friends who mourn with us go to the coffin. They look at the body. They say a little prayer. So viewing the body is a ritual in itself, no? Kaya lang, kung yung, yung act of sensing, seeing and touching the body, that provides confirmation about the event of death. And that allows us to accept the death as a fact. Eh ngayon, ang problema, kailangan i-cremate yung body. And cremation completely obliterates the body. For some of the people Neen interviewed whose loved ones died of COVID-19, it felt like their friends or family members were just away for a while or on vacation. Parang hindi totoo na namatay yung mga minamahal nila sa buhay. Kasi hindi nila nakita. Hindi nila nakita nung kinuha sa bahay nila, nung dinala sa ICU. Kasi hindi mo na pwedeng puntahan, ba? Diba? Na parang naiisip nila, totoo ba natatay ko yun yung nasa black bag na yun? And then next thing you know, nag-text yung krematorium, nasunog na po. Unfortunately, it seems like this will be the norm for a while, with our pandemic response lagging behind that of the rest of the world. We will still be unable to mourn the way we used to. Our grief is disenfranchised, as Neen puts it in technical terms. And so our mourning goes from offline to the digital space, with Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram being a quote-unquote tool in our expanding arsenal of mourning practices. Pinubuhay niya, pinoprolong niya nga yung lifespan ng ating mga morning practices and rituals and cultural scripts are relating to death. One of these practices, and I'm sure kayo rin nakikita niyo to sa feed niyo if you follow news sites, ay yung pakikiramay ng mga Facebook users sa mga kamag-anak ng namatay, kahit hindi nila kilala yung namatay o yung pamilya niya. What compels you to commiserate on Facebook even with users whom you do not personally know? Sabi nila, nakikiramay ako sa kapwa ko Pilipino. Kahit di ko sila kilala, no? nakikiramay ako sa Facebook. Because to them, the dead and the family he or she left behind is their kapwa. No? Hindi stranger yung namatay, kundi kapwa. So the word kapwa and kababayan appeared several times sa survey. Eh, kababayan ko yung namatay eh. And I quote, pakikiramay ay parte ng ating kultura. Ganun tayo pinalaki Neen has also observed how Facebook has become a space for remembrance and memorialization. It's an online space where both leisure and death can exist at the same time. May mga interviewees ako, they find it very hard to mourn on Facebook. Kasi sabi niya, ano ba yan? May post yung friend mo, namatayan siya ng nanay. Tapos mamaya-maya, kahit yung mismong friend na yun, share ng meme. So parang, ha, it's so difficult to mourn here. It's so difficult to take in all of these ano, things happening all at the same time. No? She has also seen how Filipinos appropriate Facebook features to mourn. For example, switching your profile picture to the color black or to an image of a candle. So even without a caption, people will start commenting on that picture, condolences. Kahit hindi mo nga alam kung sino yung namatay, di ba? Meron na tayong automatic response. People are also using the Facebook memories feature 
which shows you what you posted or what you were doing on the same day in previous years. What they do is they proactively use that feature as a journaling device. So, ang gagawin nila, oh sige, magpo-post ako about my dad right now para one year from now, I can see it on my Facebook timeline and I will be able to look back at my journey of how I processed my emotions and his loss. At a time when social media is a hotbed of hate and disinformation, it's nice to know that users have also adopted its features to celebrate, of all things, love. As that beautiful line from the show WandaVision goes, quote, What is grief? if not love persevering, end quote. We continue to talk about grief in the next episode of Teka Teka, where we interview a registered psychologist and ask, Paano nga ba makiramay? And how do we deal with our own grief? Again, I'm Trisha Aquino, Puma Podcast. You've been listening to Teka Teka. This episode was produced by myself and edited by Presh Capistrano. Follow Teka Teka and Puma Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen.